Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey, you guys, I am so excited to talk about something that I've been brewing for a little while. I have a little code with my friends, and we talk about when you're really depleted, how it's not the best time to think. And we call it no thinking allowed. And we'll literally just text each other NTA because that means we're either overly hormonal, overly exhausted, sensory overload, or something. There's some kind of reason why we're not at our absolute best to make quality decisions. And so I just want to talk about this today because I am definitely in a no thinking allowed zone right now. I've just finished a huge project. My heart, my mind, my body, every single part of me was involved with 100% commitment and dedication, which is awesome, which is really how I believe we should live and how we should do things at 100%. There's a satisfaction that comes with that, but there's also an exhaustion, like in your bones kind of fatigue that also comes with that. And so I am endeavoring to recharge, restart, and take some conscious decision time. Like I'm choosing to have a window to restore, to fill all my tanks. We know what our tanks are, our body. Are we drinking enough water? Are we eating enough things from the earth? Are we exercising? Are are our chemicals, our hormones in line? Our chemicals mentally is everything in harmony. Our soul slash mind, our whole like emotions and our will and our, our, you know, are we reading? Are we feeding and fueling the relationships that we have? Are we keeping our, that whole realm in a, in a healthy place? And then of course our spirit, what are we doing to keep ourselves healthy in that area? So making sure all of those tanks are full and then we're ready to make a good decision. And I know that we don't always have the luxury in life to be able to hit the stop button and say, I can't make a good decision right now. But something I've learned is that you don't bring heavy things up, you know, after 11 at night. My parents always said that that's one of their rules in their marriage. And I witnessed it. Whenever they crossed that line, there was always strife and uh, disunity. And it's interesting when they would wait until the next day. It's like, hold on, we're at an emotional disadvantage to conquer this subject right now. I was with some friends last night and we even started moving into areas that were a little bit more sensitive. And everybody kept saying, we shouldn't talk about this. We're too tired. We shouldn't talk about this. We're too tired. It was actually my family, but I was trying to say it was my friends to cover them. But it doesn't make sense because you don't really talk like that with your friends as much as your family because it's only family that can really truly tap into those majorly sensitive zones for some reason. I don't know why we're so good at that, but uh, we were just all in a circle and we just started going there. You know, you kind of want to conquer life's problems. And it's like, hold on, right now is not the best time. We're all fatigued and exhausted. And this lesson has just really helped me to avoid a lot of drama, I think. And it helps me to come back at something when I'm fresh and I have something to offer. And so I've learned this. This has taken me a long time to actually buy into this concept because I used to feel like, oh yeah, right. That's so ideal. Like I'm not in a, a position where I can wait to make a decision. I have a lot of lives attached to the decisions I make and I need to be able to make a decision 
like Tarzan swinging from the vines, like one after the next. I need to be able to problem solve quickly. But even Tarzan has to sleep, you know, so I can't just nonstop swing from the vines. There are times that I have got to stop, recharge. I was going to say stop, collaborate and listen, but you just have to stop and recharge and think and process in order to be in a position where you have leverage and you have a better vantage point. And then you can see it from a non-emotional point of view. So it just helps when we're recharged and then you come at it fresh in the morning or once you've had time to process or do your research or think through it. And then you apply wisdom and understanding and maybe even you gather facts. Facts are friends. That's something that my mom's always taught me. Facts are friends. Gather the facts. Gather the facts research and understand what you're working with. And that's always really contributed to my decision making. And I just want to have a lot of wisdom as I apply my decisions because they don't just affect me. They don't just impact me. And a lot of you guys are leaders. A lot of you that are listening run businesses, families. You guys are in positions of influences with teams. And it's really important that our decisions are made at a 10, that we're like coming at it from the best that we possibly can, that we're sharp and that we are with it when we're making decisions. Because you look back and you think, man, I wish I would have done this or that. And of course, hindsight is twenty twenty, As we all know, You looking back, you can see it with perfect clarity because you see all the facts. But I'm just talking about when you have an opportunity to stop and say no thinking aloud. And I just text a family friend this morning, no thinking aloud, because I felt that in my heart for her. It's like, do not try to analyze your life today. Do not try to make decisions. Don't even try to respond to your emails today if you can. And I know sometimes that's a bummer because then it sets you back. And then when you go back in, you have a lot more work to do. But there are days and even hours that you need to stop and you need to just not let yourself think so that you can give your brain a rest, give your emotions a rest, give your heart a rest so that you can have more perspective. It's amazing what a little time will do. It'll give you a new point of view. It really will. It'll You let it air out, you let it shake out. My Mimi used to say, let this thing air out. Meaning don't get your hands all in it. Don't don't get all messy with this situation. You're too tired. You're too emotional. You don't have a good grasp with understanding on it because you're overly tired. And you know what? She was right. And so I learned to let the thing air out. Let, give it space. Let, let it have some fresh air. And then go back and approach it. And it's amazing at that, that conversation I wanted to have. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm like, hmm. I can let it go. I don't really need to, to work on this or how things will let itself work out or how much easier it is for me to come at something in love once I'm more emotionally removed. If I'm really emotional about it and I'm coming in at a 10 with my heightened feelings because of hurt or offense or misunderstanding uh, and I'm going to resolve this issue then really what I want to get accomplished doesn't even get accomplished because I'm so emotionally charged up that I'm hurt. So you're functioning out of your hurt, which then you pull out really weird words and it ends up being a disadvantage in the long run because I always think, and we've talked about this before, what do I really want out of this at the end of this? I want 
I want a healthy relationship or I want this to be healed or I at least want both parties leaving with a good understanding of each other and feeling love, you know? So that's really helped me when I'm feeling really upset, even if I'm like, I want to go talk to them right now. Sometimes I do that and sometimes I wait and it just depends the person and the situation. But it all goes back to the song, The Gambler. Like I've said before, you got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. It's, I'm joking, but it is true. Like each situation needs to be read with different eyes and different understanding of the person. And just because it's good for you to communicate immediately, are they prepared? How will they walk away from it? And no one can really truly know. But if you understand them at all, you have a little bit of a basis. And so... I attempt to apply that in my approach to operating with people. Just no thinking aloud. Today is not the day to solve this problem. Today, we're not going to fix this thing that's been broken for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? And there are other days that you do come back at it fresh and you come up with a strategy or you talk to a counselor or you work through it with somebody you trust or whatever. And you approach your situations, but when you're fatigued, when you're worn out, when all of your tanks are empty, make sure to not make big, huge decisions. It's just really vital. It's important. And a lot of strife and confusion comes in when you're upset and on a low. So I just wanted to encourage you with that, that the more kind of space and time we can give situations, I do know that there are windows that you need to walk through so that you don't miss your moment to be able to deal with something. So I get that, but got to drink water. You've got to take a bath. You've got to re-energize yourself. You've got to get yourself recharged and reset and then come from that place. We have so much more to offer people when we have something to offer them. I mean, what an obvious statement, but it's so true. And why is it so hard to do? It's so hard to go, hold on a second, I need to fill my own tank first so that I have something to give other people. I don't know if it's weird guilt. I don't know if it's that we don't know how to take care of ourselves, but it's vital. We have nothing to offer anybody if we haven't recharged ourselves, if we haven't refueled ourselves. You got to protect yourself and get back in there when you're ready to go, when you've got yourself together. Not all, you know, tattered and worn out like those are you come to things like that and it's inevitable that there's going to be offense and weird toxic conversations and definitely weird thinking because you're depleted so all of a sudden all of your defenses are melted and you don't have anything in your reserves so that's what happens is you don't have any backups your backups are empty I just think it's like the fire department where they have all these fire hydrants everywhere to plug the their hoses into so that they're prepared to put out a fire. It's like, where is your source? You've got to make sure you're plugging into your source, getting yourself recharged in all of your areas so that you can come back out to the world, come back out to your family, come back out to your friends and be happy and kind and nice and be able to navigate the inevitable, interesting things that come up in life instead of just being all rough on the inside and the outside, you could be kind and warm and loving because it's so much nicer to be around people who are full of love than people who are hating themselves and hating everybody around them. It's just hard to be around. And so 
You're not like winning extra points by hating your life. Like you're supposed to love your life. Enjoy it. Enjoy your days. Enjoy your days. Your amazing days. It's such a gift. Every day is such a gift. It really is. And just live it to the fullest. So I just want to really encourage you when you're in these kinds of seasons, make sure to recharge and figure out what that means. Some people never know what that means, but figure out what that means. If it's golfing, if it's gardening, if it's running, whatever it is, I always love the double hobby where if it's running, then it also works your body and it works your mind and you get out in nature. You know, I love those kinds of hobbies where it benefits multiple layers of yourself. Those are great, but don't let that hinder you from painting that benefits your creative side and your brain, but don't stop doing something or not do something because you are trying to get a complex benefit out of it. You know, like it's important to be a well-rounded person and those hobbies are really important for your soul. They benefit your soul and they make you more interesting. It's fun to be around people that have interests. Bored people scare me. I'm like, why? How could you be bored? Like I I could give you a hundred things to do today. Today, I could give you a hundred things to do. I mean, you could go hold babies at the hospital. You could go to the zoo. You could ride your bike. You could go for a run. You could go on an adventure. You could create a scavenger hunt for somebody who's sad. You could create a big gift for somebody. I mean, there's so many. You could prepare a meal. Learn how to cook. What a lost art. All these people are eating all these weird processed foods full of things we can't even pronounce. And you could just start cooking. You're bored. Go learn how to feed and fuel your body and make it fun. Put music on, you know, burn the candles, have a great life, have a, have a wonderful, interesting, multi-layered life that is so fun that people want to be around you because you're contagious and interesting. And, you know, I have people that love the news. I'm actually a type that loves the news. But I discipline myself to not just fuel myself with fear and torment everyone around me with all my facts of everything I'm watching on the news. I work to feed myself with more than just that so that when we're all together, I have more to offer the conversation. So I just, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying you want to be positive here. You want to bring something great to the table. Be the person that brings the flowers, not only in real life, but also in the conversation. Bring the good things, the bright things, the things that, you know, smell good and lift the environment. It's a wonderful thing to be a contributor that's full of life and full of love and warmth and not where people are are happy to see you leave and sad to see you come, but the opposite. That's our goal. You know what I'm saying? Okay, well, you guys are awesome, and I'm so honored and happy to be in your lives, in your homes, in your cars, and I'm seeing you from all over the world. I'm just so honored that we're getting to do this together. Comment under the podcast on my website and let me hear Uh, what you're thinking and where your heart is. I read all of those and it's so fun to hear where you are in the world. And I'm so excited about everything that's happening in you and what's happening in me. And I'm thrilled to be in it together. And I'll be back to talk more soon. 